0: So do you remember the first pass that I took at the protocol game like a couple of years ago and I like signed up for the webinar? Oh yeah. And then I watched it by myself uh-huh. because you were asleep by the time the webinar was on. Yeah. And I like bought a bunch of like books and a little box to like keep all of our little cards in and it came to nothing.
1: It did. <laughs> when it, it was really hard to get excited about like doing a late night webinar. I feel like I have an association with work.
0: I was cool with you not doing the webinar. It was more you not doing the game with me after I watched the webinar that I was bummed about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is Kink Quest, leveling up our kink achievements one dungeon at a time. We're your adventuring companions through the world of kink, Anna and Soren Sterling. Come check out the community and join the fun at www.kinkquest.org.
1: This is episode 13, The Protocol Game.
0: Discussion on this show may not be appropriate for younger listeners. If you are a young person looking for more information about kink or sexual health, please visit Scarletine at www.scarletine.com. So, we are talking about The Protocol Game.
1: Episode 13.
0: Episode 13. We're, we're working our way through. So,
1: this is a, a work in progress uh, that that Anna had brought up several years ago, and recently we dusted it off and took another try at it. We did.
0: And so we started out with these cards. So the protocol game is something that is out there. Uh, It's a Sinclair Sexsmith concept. It used to be like a thing that you could do yourself and build all your own topics, it's like and was a DIY. A whole... mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they eventually came out with these cards mm-hmm. that you can buy, which really helps you get your head around it and get a good start.
1: So and you can find it on uh, Sinclair Sexsmith's website. They're thirty-five bucks. Uh, they look a little bit like
0: uh... oh, almost like Cards Against Humanity, yeah, almost cards like Cards or Against something.
1: Humanity, but in like nice metal tins with kinky things that you can do.
0: They have a bunch of ideas, uh, and they're nice because they're very accessible. I mm-hmm. feel like the, the ideas on the cards—you're not going to find a lot of crazy stuff that's going to make you uncomfortable.
1: But it's also not like what you'd find in you know old sex shops where it's like a uh, hundred one oh. kinky nights or whatever, yeah. and it's like kiss your partner. Yeah, right? we
0: did that so many mm-hmm. times. We would always buy these books that were supposed to be like we had one that was like it was it was like a hundred and one nights of. Hot romance or something.
1: Make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich out of tits. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean,
0: wait, I, that's actually not bad. I don't think there was anything that good in there. No, there wasn't. <laughs> it was like, talk to your partner for seven to nine minutes Ta- before engaging.
1: Tie a sexy ribbon in someone's hair.
0: <laughs> yes. So we, we did a lot of that when we were young and we're always really disappointed. And this was a lot more fun. So we did this the last two or three months of last year and found the cards a really good, helpful place to start.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I think we're going to just talk about a couple of the things we did and what we learned from it. Mm-hmm. And then how we're planning to change this up in the future.
1: Well, and the way that we went about it is we went through all the cards and tried to sort it out into different categories
0: Mm. one of soren's biggest concerns about doing this back when i was trying to make it happen before the cards existed were that uh, i can just i can have bad weeks Mm. and it was his concern that we'd have some card that's like you know do something kinky every day Mm -hmm. and then i would be having a bad week and then he would be torn between, do I do this thing even though I feel like it's doing harm mm-hmm. or do I have to be the the reason that we failed to do it? Because as a dominant, I didn't, I didn't make the thing happen.
1: One well, part of the challenge of any sort of kink protocol or ritual is that um, life happens and, mm-hmm. and there can be different situations where, where it just, you're not necessarily up for it or uh, the thing that you're being asked to do is kind of um, out of reach at this point in time. Mm-hmm. But just to backslide and not do it, yep. uh, you're kind of breaking that whole point of trying to create the ritual or protocol or rule.
0: Yep. So you feel like you're kind of letting each other down as dominant or submissive if we don't do the thing.
1: And then it turns into like, what's the point? Like, yep. why? what are we doing anyway? Mm-hmm. Like maybe sometimes we'll pull these out, but there is no ritual created because life just gets in the way. Mm-hmm.
0: So when we pulled these cards out, there are a lot of these cards that have kind of a direction of like, you know, spend a day every day, spend some time meditating on some uh, positive affirmation or something along those mm-hmm. lines. A lot of things that were super achievable, even for a really bad week.
1: Or like find a sexy story to read. Mm-hmm. Right. Or uh create a sexy playlist, Mm -hmm. a music playlist. So we sorted the cards into a couple different categories. I think we... Did we have one category that was like, nah, not interested? Yeah,
0: we had a category that were just things that didn't really sound interesting to Mm -hmm. us.
1: And then we had one category that was, um, let's say, more rigorous, where if we're feeling on our game and we're feeling up to it, then... This stack of cards would be the place where we'd pull something a little bit more challenging.
0: Yep, they kind of challenge us to keep things sexy throughout the week.
1: And then the third pile was reserved for things that we could do even if we're we're having an off week or even if life is in the way. Yep, they're lighter weight things that just still keep your head in the right space. Yep, uh, but it it didn't demand so much. It's yeah. let's say you know less uh, S and M elements there, less yeah. pain going into it, yeah. less kind of tremendous intensity. Well,
0: and even sometimes like the... So I think it's really hard because the the pressure to do sexual things, even if they're not like pain things or mm-hmm. DS things, just the idea of like, okay, you have to use your magic wand every day. Right. That seems easy. Mm-hmm. And it seems good. Mm-hmm. Like, you will put down the work and go do the magic wand. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think a really good thing. Mm-hmm. But then when it's like you are with your like newly grown up child who is crying because her relationship is falling apart mm-hmm. and you feel like oh well I have to walk away from you now and go use my magic wand like right. that's just not the headspace that right. you're in. So, think- so
1: that's always the challenge a challenge that we've had mm-hmm. that that life is there and you have to deal with life and, and how do you manage both of those things at the same time?
0: Yeah. Oh, and on the other side, not let life take all that away from us because in times when we're not careful, Mm -hmm. we find ourselves so busy in the grind of work and parenting and Mm -hmm. life that we just don't do the kink things. Mm -hmm. And that's not good either. So some highlights of cards that we did the very first week, uh, I think we picked a really cool one because mm-hmm. it was that you were supposed to pick something for me to wear mm-hmm. every day.
1: Mm-hmm. And it could be anything, and it was supposed to be something that uh, that was intentional and thoughtful. Why did I pick the thing? And it could be jewelry, it could be perfume, it could be a toy.
0: Mm-hmm. It could be makeup. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there was one really fun day with that where you... <laughs> You were supposed to pick what I was going to wear for the day and you walked around the room for like 10 minutes examining closely every set of clamps every like every painful device that we own and just I'm just sitting watching you do this quietly, like, oh, I don't know if I want to wear these things to work today. (laughs) And you were just looking at every single thing, like, very thoughtfully. And then, I think, at the end, you, like, went and got me a pair of earrings. Mm -hmm. Like, you were totally just fucking with me. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that was a really interesting moment for me Mm -hmm. in that process, because I realized that you were playing with me Mm -hmm. in a way that, on a normal, say, Wednesday morning, you would never do.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's first thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. before we even leave, right and early. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it's something that you could spend three minutes doing, Mm -hmm. uh, even when you don't have a ton of energy, but we're still able to kind of wake that dynamic up. Yep. And one of the observations I had, so jewelry was, was a nice option, but one of the observations I had was that you don't have enough jewelry. It's true. Right? And after, you know, rummaging around all of your things, all of your makeup and all of your perfumes and, and all that, mm-hmm. it's it, it makes me much more aware of what you do have and what you don't have and what you've grown out of and, mm-hmm. and all of that.
0: Well, and I think, so there's the conversation of like, do I need more jewelry? And of mm-hmm. course the answer is always yes. <laughs> but I think too, the thing that I realized is that when we first talked about it we realized that you had you never look in my jewelry drawer mm-hmm. drawer you never look in my makeup drawer those are places that are my places that mm-hmm. you don't really think about you just know that that's all kind of this magical stuff that mm-hmm. i have that i pull out sometimes right and the realization of having you look through those things and examine those things it made me feel seen in mm-hmm. a different way to have this this part of kind of my identity, the stuff that matters to me and is important to me that you never had cause to interact
1: with. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and we have kind of an odd dynamic because we can be all up in each other's everything, but mm-hmm. we just typically don't have cause to. Yep. Right. So that, that gave a reason for that investigation to, to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this such a mess? You need to oh, that, clean it up.
0: Yes, that was funny. That was like day two, and and that was it. You were like, I'm I'm not going to interact with this anymore until you clean your shit up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it seemed fine to me. Mm-hmm. It was just my messy drawer, jewelry drawer. But once Adam gets involved, then all of a sudden it's unacceptable. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had the
1: what is talisman
0: uh, so, oh, uh, just, oh, yeah, the talisman effect. That was, yeah. So what I was referring to there is that you didn't just pick a piece of jewelry and tell me why you had chosen it. Mm -hmm. You told me what it was supposed to mean to me that Mm -hmm. day, right? So you would give me a piece of jewelry and say, you're wearing this today because, uh, you were beautiful and strong today. Mm-hmm. You are strong like a warrior. This is a warrior necklace and you're a warrior today. <laughs> and then all day while I wore that necklace, where I've worn it a hundred times before and whenever I wore it before, it meant I am wearing a necklace today. Mm-hmm. And But it was like every time that I would become aware that I was wearing it, I would, I would think about what it was that you told me it was supposed to embody. And mm-hmm. it, it just gave me this it gave me this direction that I found really helpful and really useful and I really liked it. And mm-hmm. I would like to do more of that.
1: So we also had a day for Vela.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a CBD cream mm-hmm. that is supposed to, I, I still don't know how it those just in your work. head. I, yeah. yeah. So uh, we've, we've got a couple I've got uh Foria and Vela mm-hmm. and you know, the idea is just that it's CBD and you put it on your, Fun bits, and then it's supposed to make things work better.
1: Mm-hmm. The hard oh, and part that is, one was supposed to be created by scientists oh, with, the with math. Then. Guys
0: who invented Viagra yeah. invented it, and it's supposed to work
1: especially great. Is it just voodoo? Don't know.
0: Well, and I think the hard part is so you now you have to put it on like a half an hour before you play. Mm-hmm. So now you put this on, mm-hmm. and it's like this, you know, nice kind of smooth product and you rub it all in Mm -hmm. 30 minutes before you play Mm -hmm. and then you spend 30 minutes like anticipating that you're going to play. Mm -hmm. And so then when you play, like stuff works pretty good. (laughs) And it's hard to say how much it's the stuff that you put on Mm -hmm. and how much it is.
1: Just setting the stage. All
0: that anticipation Mm -hmm. and all that kind of preparation that goes into it because that's not always the way that playing gets to work. Yeah. So I think the jury's still
1: out on that, but mm-hmm. it was still a fun one. Need to do more research.
0: More research, maybe yeah. maybe that's like a, a a research episode we need to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we also did one where uh, I was supposed to wear something mm-hmm. every day, and I think on that one I got to pick whether it was my uh, my beads, my Luna beads, mm-hmm. or or my Ami beads actually, mm-hmm. uh, versus
1: wearing a plug. Mm-hmm.
0: And that one was fun, but what we learned then—do you remember what we learned from that?
1: Uh, you got tired.
0: I will wear it too long. Yeah, if left to my own devices. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think
1: the the direction in the beginning was that you were supposed to wear it for something like what four hours a day.
0: But when I wore it longer, it made you prouder.
1: Mm, right. <laughs> yeah. There's the problem.
0: There's the problem. Yeah.
1: So what was the what was the guideline? Yeah, it was. For at least an hour a day. So that's, like, pretty softball. That's, like, pretty pretty easy to get to. So one wearable for at least an hour a day.
0: But if I wore it all day, Mm -hmm. then, like, after the hour, Mm -hmm. you'd be like, okay, you can take it out now. And I'd be like, do you want me to keep it in? And you'd be like, if you want to. Mm -hmm. And then, like, three hours later, you would start just telling me I was good, like, Mm -hmm. every 15 minutes because you just, like you were impressed that i was still wearing it mm-hmm. and that became like pretty addictive to
1: mm-hmm. me well you wore was it the pure plug for 10 hours yep yep <laughs> yep and, and i wore plug it for uh 6 hours
0: yep and i wore it uh some of the highlights from that week is i actually taught mm-hmm. an entire microsoft excel class mm. while wearing my medium pure plug mm-hmm. I also wore it all day and into, uh, like, social engagements mm-hmm. in the evening. Yeah. So I, it was good, but it did it did have a cost. Like, mm-hmm. I was really exhausted by the end of the week because I'd been wearing it a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and I think another part of that is that it would kind of key up your, your sex drive uh, mm-hmm. from using it just a little bit, yep. right? But then when it becomes cumbersome and heavy and exhausting mm-hmm. then there isn't really much left uh, so we're not really sparking anything at that point for for your uh, overperforming right? right for your for your trying to get all the gold stars mm-hmm. it ends up kind of working in reverse by the time you're done with it and it's good in terms of like service and discipline and all that but but that's what it's
0: it's just that we need to be aware that that's mm-hmm. what it is at that point right like it's a service and a discipline thing and i'm actually kind of spending. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also came up with, which we've already talked a little about the yes but plan. Mm -hmm. So we came up with that as a result of some of this. We also, did we actually have one of these that involved rope? Or was that just a bonus that we added at some point? I know that I had had a note to talk about some of the rope stuff, but I don't think we actually had a rope card. I don't think so. No. No. We just, I think I just made a goal mm-hmm. that we were going to spend some time and learn some ties. Mm-hmm. And then that's how we learned that you don't really like rope. <laughs> well, I,
1: I think that uh, rope to me is, is um, like knitting, <laughs> right? It's like, it's, it's, there's a lot of fine motor skill and I know that it's like bigger, so it's not technically fine motor skill.
0: I hear what but you're there, getting But there at, is though. a lot
1: of like pulling it's detail, pulling thread, and pulling, you know, uh, line mm-hmm. through holes over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, for me, I find much more pleasure in buckles and clamps and straps and chain and you know those types of mechanical. Um, Connections, mm-hmm. and I think that that I think rope is beautiful. I think rope is is fun. Um, it's nice to watch, but when you get in there and your eyes are like crossing because you know you're trying to figure <laughs> out which which piece of rope goes where, uh, that just doesn't do good things for me. I yeah. just get like frustrated. You're
0: frustrated, and then it's it, that, and that's really what happened. And that's why I wanted to talk about it because. You got frustrated doing it, but you said you'd do it for me mm-hmm. and you knew that I wanted you to do it. So you are like persisting at trying to learn to do this thing that's just frustrating you and tedious to you. Mm. And then you were just putting off this energy and waves of mm. like being frustrated and annoyed and hating what we're doing. Mm. And I'm like, This isn't fun for me and you're like, No, I said I'd do it. I'm gonna
1: do <laughs> no, it. I'll do it. I'll do it.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, but it's not it's not fun for me mm-hmm. because like I can tell you hate it. Mm. So we said, "I think what you ended up saying about it is that uh one day you'll find someone to mm-hmm. tie me up, and we'll do oh, that hundred <laughs> percent I'm down, <laughs> but I think that was worth that's worth talking about because I think that in the kink world it is there's so many things that you're bound to run across things where you're like, maybe we like this, and mm. then you find out that you don't, mm. and you have to just kind of. Figure out what to do with that. Mm-hmm. So any other thoughts or anything else that you got out of the protocol protocol game thus far?
1: Well, so we had uh, action item to find the strapless Ami. What was that?
0: Mm-hmm. I think just that we have one that I took the straps off of. It was in my gym bag because he used to want me to wear it during my workout.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think then... When COVID happened and my gym bag came home, I think that the strapless Ami got tucked away somewhere, and Mm -hmm. so I'm just supposed to find it. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, We also learned that if you have to decide on a wearable, you would always choose the pure medium plug. Yep. So why is that?
0: Uh, Well, because I think you know, I think it was always it was your assumption that I would pick. Uh, the vaginal beads Mm -hmm. instead because, Mm -hmm. like, that's easier for me than anal. But the truth is, I feel like that... uh, I'm more sensitive there. Mm. So wearing something there when I'm not in a sexy mood mm-hmm. it is actually more costly whereas the nice thing about a plug is like you just kind of put it there and then there it stays and right. you know especially like it warms up and gets mm-hmm. to body temperature and you can really like not be aware of it every second or not have to manage it every second in the way that like with the beads it's like oh now they're slipping lower now mm-hmm. i got to do something about it and right then you got to get them back where they belong mm-hmm. and uh, you're kind of fidgeting with them all the time mm-hmm. whereas the plug you put the plug in the plug stays where it belongs. Right. That's it.
1: All right. Episode 13.
0: No, that's only the part where we talk about what we did. Oh, okay. Because... What do we do next? Well, so that's kind of the... Uh, we, we're supposed to talk about the next iteration of the protocol game.
1: Okay. Right? Because we said... I we, just ran out of outline. I don't know where uh, I'm going.
0: I know, but I talked to you about it. But you weren't listening because I you never be listen listening. when I talk. Not true. So...
1: I just don't remember anything.
0: That is actually true. That is like my job to be mm-hmm. your memory. <laughs> so, I think when we talked about picking it back up because we we put the protocol game down uh, over the holidays, just because it's really hard to maintain any kind
1: of protocol when mm-hmm. you're with your kids all the time. Yeah, when there's uh, travel and lots of family.
0: Yeah, lots of family time. So, then we talked about the idea of picking it back up in the new year. Mm-hmm. Now we're almost. To the end, we're at the end of January and we still haven't done it yet. Um, but I think we talked about the idea that rather than continuing to use the cards, the cards were a really good place to start, but they are very generic mm. and not super keyed into what we're into. Mm. So we were kind of talking about how we could pick things that were a little more suited to us.
1: Mm.
0: And the conversation was that we've got now podcast episodes outlined for the next few months. And that maybe what we would do is every week look at the upcoming podcast episode and come up with some sort of a protocol game element to play with that week Mm -hmm. that relates to that podcast. Right. And this will also help with your leaky memory, (laughs) because if we're kind of playing a game all week that is related to what we're going to podcast about, then it will keep it more fixed firmly in your head what we're about to podcast about. Mm -hmm. So you'll kind of have some time to think about it and... Bring something to the table. I dig it. You like that idea? Sure. So we're supposed to record... See,
1: I say that like I'm hearing this for the first time.
0: Yeah, and we actually have discussed this more than (laughs) once. More than once. It's a good thing you have me. Service memory?
1: Keep you around for something.
0: Is that what we leveled up? Service memory memory service
1: memory service memory
0: service just makes it sound more like a <laughs> like a software as a service purchase that you're going to just like pay twelve ninety nine every month for it
1: yeah hey, I have a memory kink
0: Mem- you do kind of have a memory kink right you do because like I think that like when I remember stupid shit that like no one should be able to remember I think that kind of gets you hot a little bit
1: you and your stone trap <laughs> it's in the vault
0: yes yeah, a steel trap right mm-hmm. stone trap is different
1: is it Stone Vault?
0: Okay. Stone Vault, Steel Trap. Both. Yes. Agreed. So, that's the plan moving forward. So, we're supposed to record another episode today. That is uh, the homemade whipped lube that we made. Mm-hmm. We'll see if we get that done. And we can post two because we're behind an episode right now. Mm-hmm. So, then that wouldn't be the one for the upcoming week. But the upcoming week, it looks like we're supposed to, next week, review a Venical. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should try, like during the week, to play a venicle a couple of times.
1: Sure. So you were talking about doing the the lube today?
0: Only if you're up for it.
1: Yeah. So then you're saying there is no activity that goes with that because
0: because we're going to record it right now. Got so it. and we already did the activity really, yeah. which was making it and testing it thoroughly, which right. you'll be hearing more about in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so if if next if what we're going to mm-hmm. record next weekend right. is venicle, yeah. Then we should make a goal to play Avanico a couple mm-hmm. times this week because we haven't played it a
1: It's for been a, a while. Bit.
0: Yeah, for a bit. Yeah. So we'll, we'll come up with an exact plan for how to play that out, and then we'll talk about it when we start recording the Avanico episode.
1: Got it. Got to make some headway.
0: Avanico is a pretty good game. A little bit problematic. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> so, did we do it? That's it. I think that's it.
1: Episode 13...
0: Yeah, see you... In the back. See you on the next level. See you on the next level. See
1: you on
0: the next level. So then what level... What levels did we get in this episode? We got uh, protocol levels.
1: Protocol levels. Protocol levels. We, we got uh, overachiever Anna levels.
0: Oh, I have way too many of those already.
1: Yeah, overachiever. Uh, when you had the assignment of one hour, at least one hour per day, and you're going... Oh, how many hours was this? Ten. Oh, for that one day.
0: Oh, you are you counting saying, all the oh, days? Okay.
1: There were quite a few hours there spread out on the week.
0: Yeah, I got a six-hour day, another six-hour day. Too many hours. Too marbles. many hours. <laughs>
1: Too many hours. And need more jewelry.
0: Hmm. So a... Uh, dumb recognition of insufficient jewelry level <laughs> and
1: and uh, clean your jewelry box level I earned that level. you did I earned it you did
0: <laughs> all right